Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. I'm your host, Michaela from MichaelaJ.com. I'm a manifestation mindset coach and blogger. If you're ready to dive in deep, get real AF about your beliefs, and manifest the life of your dreams, then you're in the right place. I'm dishing out everything you need to go from broke to bougie, first class to world class. If your hashtag life goals involve luxury, travel, and being the boss of your own life, then get ready to embrace your mindset, magic, and manifestation powers. Let's do this. Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to the Minds of Magic and Manifestation podcast. It's your girl, Michaela J. Hey, hi, hello. It's me, your manifestation mentor, guru, your bougie bitch, you're all the things. Just here to teach you how to manifest your next level luxe life, baby. Happy Thursday when I'm recording this. We're a day late, Uh, but happy Thursday. Better late than never, you know? And this episode is going to be super good. It's going to be, I'm giving you guys five really tangible, quick tips. So it'll be a bit of a short one, but make sure you have your notes section open in your phone to jot these down. These are five consciousness tips that have really been helping me out lately. And I'm super excited to share them with you. You're going to get more done. You're going to manifest more. You're going to have more energy. You're going to be the creator of your freaking life. You're going to experience more and eyes on the quantum freaking prize, baby. Okay. I'm super excited. Before we dive straight in, I wanted to talk about our sponsor for the week, which is the Level Up Lux Lounge. If you did not know, the lounge is my monthly membership site. So inside here, we talk about manifestation. We talk about mindset and I teach you one of the laws of the universe every single month. So we have a monthly masterclass, a monthly Q and A. We have so many workbooks, all of the past month trainings. We have so freaking much in there. I've done a money EFT tapping video. You guys have bonus resources. We have my OG like book recommendation list all inside there with the community Facebook group to ask me questions, get feedback, get support whenever you want. And the lounge is only $37 per month when you check out using the code podcast. For all my podcast listeners, you guys get 20% off. You get it for $37 per month, which is absolutely crazy considering you get a live training from me every single freaking month. And I'm inside the group. I'm hanging with you. I'm answering your questions. It's just a good time. And when the pandemic stuff is all over and done with, we're going to be hosting lounge meetups. So I want to do some meetups like in Vancouver and LA, of course, maybe in New York, some abroad, you know, wherever the masses are, we're going to do some really fun and cool meetups, but that will be in the near future. Okay, cool. So the link is in the show notes for you guys to hop in the lounge, use the code podcast, get inside for $37 a month. If for any reason you cannot access the link in the show notes, just shoot me a DM on Instagram and we'll get you inside. 
So let's get into it. I want to give you my little life update before we start on the five tips. And recently in Michaela J's life, <laughs> I've been sleeping so much more. And I talked about this on my Instagram stories, but I thought it'd be fun to mention here as well. Cause I find that when everybody on the podcast, we all kind of vibe on the same wavelength. You know, we all get each other here. So many of you message me and you're like, what you're feeling is what I'm feeling. So I thought I would share lately. I've been felt so tired and I've just been feeling really called to sleep more. Now this kind of started by me staying up super late watching vampire diaries, no shame. It happened. And then I would sleep in until like nine or 10 o'clock, which is so late for me. Cause you guys know, I'm like such a morning ritual person. I'm like, let's get up at seven, have a coffee, have a smoothie journal workout, like get everything done right away. But I kind of threw off that routine for a while and then it ended up sticking where I was just sleeping in till, you know, 9, 30, 10 o'clock every single day, even when I started to go to bed early. And today I was really reflecting on it that I'm just okay with it. We have habits like procrastination and oversleeping and different things that we do that we kind of beat ourselves up for because I was really beating myself up for sleeping in so late every single day. But when you just take responsibility for it and say, yeah, I oversleep or yeah, I'm in a phase where I want to sleep in every day or yeah, I'm, I'm procrastinating. And you just honor that part of yourself. You take your power back because when you get upset about a habit or a thing or a situation, you're giving it your power. It's the same way. If you were to look at your bank account and you'd be upset about it, you're giving money that power over you causing you to feel some type of way. And I could tell that this is a pattern I was creating in my own life and my own body where I would wake up late every day and I would feel so bad about it. And I was like, I am not letting sleep and exhaustion have power over me. Like this is also a choice. So this is a level of hyper self-awareness around my thoughts. This is also an awareness to like kick myself in the ass and say, you know what? At the end of the day, I'm also choosing to sleep in late because I could just as easily choose to get up when my alarm goes off at like eight o'clock, you know? So anyways, accepting that, not beating ourselves up about it, taking our power back. And then the whole reason why I wanted to mention this is I've been doing so much development lately because I had this whole period of kind of reinvention for myself, burning everything down and starting from the bottom up of what do I want? What do I want my life to look like and redesigning everything? And then I hosted the rebuild and radiate course, kind of walking everybody through this, through that process that I was um, doing for myself. And in that, you start to embody a different energy. You step into your next level self. You take next level actions. You are literally vibrating on a different frequency completely. And when that happens, there's vibrations and frequencies that our body isn't used to going in and out of us all of the time, which is an amazing thing. But it also says, Hey, we're doing a lot of things we're not used to doing. We're feeling different ways that we're not used to feeling. We're vibrating in different ways. We're not used to vibrating and our body is tired. So it's okay. If you go through phases where you feel like you need more rest, you feel like you need more sleep. You're integrating a new way of being. You're integrating your next level self. You're integrating the next level vibrations and you need to have an equal amount of time with embodying, taking the action, being the person, feeling the feelings, and also resting. That is part of the equation. So part of your homework, not even with the five tips we're talking about today, but part of your homework around your next level self is I want you guys to start to think about 
how would your next level self rest? What is her resting routine? Like, does she take a bath every single night? Does she take a shower to wind down? What does her self-care routine look like? Is she getting a massage every single week? Is she, what, what does that look like? Is she doing a face mask three nights a week? It doesn't matter what feels good. And once you can identify that, you can start to incorporate these things into your life like little by little. So maybe your next little self gets a massage every single week, but that's not something that you can necessarily pay for right now. But can you get a massage once a month? Can you get like one of the at-home little handheld massagers and have your roommate or like your boyfriend give you a massage with a little massage thing? Like what can you start doing now that's going to set you up? For those next level vibes in terms of rest. So I just wanted to share that because it was a huge takeaway I had just this morning about the resting of like, we need to know how to integrate all of the pieces, including the self-care and not beat ourselves up about it. We have to be able to take care of ourselves and we need to rest in order to do that. So let's get into these five consciousness hacks for you to manifest more, have more energy, be in the creation vibes, and just be experiencing more out of the day-to-day. -day. I'm really excited about this because consciousness is a conversation that's being had left, right, and all around right now because we're experiencing collectively a huge shift in vibration, a huge shift in being, and that's been occurring for several, several months now. And a lot of people are talking about 5D consciousness, and we've been talking about consciousness and the spiritual dimensions on my podcast, and some of those episodes have the highest downloads, so I know you guys are wondering more and more about this. And for myself personally, I really value hyper self-awareness. You guys know this. I talk about self-awareness a lot on the podcast. My clients know this. If you guys have read my Rich and Ridiculous Manifestation Guide, the whole first section is about hyper self-awareness. This is so important. And when you're hyper self-aware, what you're actually doing is expanding your consciousness because your consciousness is like you being awake in every moment, you being consciously aware of what is happening. It's flipping the switch so you're not so tuned in to like the matrix. It's not so you're on repeat numb mode. Consciousness is your eyes are open. You're alive. You're awake. You are living your life. You're not just going through the motions. So for me, this is super important in terms of hyper self-awareness, AKA consciousness, because it's how I grow. It's how I hold myself accountable. It's how I shift and I change and I alter my habits to become a better person. So I'm always doing this myself and it's been really interesting diving into it as I'm focusing on the spiritual dimensions. Like we talked about in episode, I think 91 on the podcast, all the different dimensions and lessons I've been learning through that and all of the things. So I have five really great tangible tips for you guys. And I just want to preface this with saying it's all about being present. What a lot of these come back to is the present moment. It comes back to getting out of your head, getting into your body, getting into your eyes. What do you see right now? What do you experience right now without the pressures of the future or what needs to be done in an hour or by the end of the day, by the end of the week, the bill that's due in a month. It's all about right now. What is happening in the here and now? Because the present right now, that's all that exists. The past, it, it was the present at one point and it felt like the only moment in time. And now we feel that again. And now we feel that again. And no moment ever feels like the future. No moment ever feels like the past because the present is the only thing that exists. And this is why time is just a construct. It's not actually real. All that's real that we are aware of is the here and now. 
So all of these tips and everything I'm going to say is all going to come back to being present, but these are five ways that you can, you can kind of facilitate that practice of just getting back into your body and breathing and being in the moment. Okay. So the first one is actually a tip that my friend T gave us in episode 88 when I interviewed her. She's an expert in consciousness and I brought her on. You guys loved that episode. We'll have to have her on for a part two. And she gave us the tip of when we're really in our heads, when we're overthinking or questioning what we should be doing, what we could be doing, and you're just, you're spiraling in your mind. She just says, halt. That was her one word that she mentioned in the episode is when you are so wrapped up in everything going on in your mind, you are just not present. You are thinking about your limiting beliefs. You are worrying. You're thinking about all of the stories. Just halt. She said that that's what she tells herself in those moments. And for me, I just tell myself, breathe. So maybe you'll have a word of your very own. Maybe it's halt. Maybe it's breathe. Maybe it's stop. Maybe it's, it's okay. You can pick your own word, but almost have that safe word to pull yourself out from everything going on. This has been super, super helpful for me because you know how easy it is to spiral, especially us as humans. We have all of these freaking stories going on and all these memories and all these experiences and when we are manifesting something, our brain is finding all of the evidence of why it can or cannot happen. What it just is going to depend what evidence it finds based off of what emotion, what vibration is stronger. Do you more strongly believe that it's possible or that it's not possible? Because whatever you more strongly believe is what your brain is looking for evidence of. And when you are on the not so strong, not so believable side, you're gonna have these stories swirling around. Now those stories, and the beating yourself up and the spiraling does not support us in moving towards our manifestation. So that's when we want to use the word halt or stop or breathe. In these moments, you cut yourself off completely. You interrupt the conversation. You interrupt the inner chatter. And I like to say breathe because that just reminds me, take a deep breath. Just a good like four seconds in, six seconds out. Maybe take a couple of those deep breaths maybe lengthen them to like six seconds in and eight seconds out and just come back to this moment. In this moment, if you were to just pause right now and think about nothing and just be here in this moment in the silence, like there is nothing that you are lacking. There is nothing you need. In this moment, all you need is breath. <laughs> you're living, you're breathing, you're existing. So when we can just come back to that one moment of pure silence and just beingness with ourselves, like that's all we need. And it reminds us how abundant we are in our nature. And I've been seeing so many signs of this, of just space in my house. Like my living room and kitchen area is huge. <laughs> we have a lot of open space. We have some furniture and we have a lot of open space. I'm like, wow, there's such an abundance of space there's an abundance of life. I went hiking the other day. There's such an abundance of plants, of rocks, of sand that built the mountains. When we can take a moment to stop the chatter in our head of all the stories, why there's not abundance, why this can't happen, the spiraling thoughts, and we can just focus on the present, on the abundance that's right in front of us in this exact moment, the abundance of air we have to breathe, everything slows down, okay? Because now you are in a place of least resistance. Resistance. You don't have as much resistance towards everything or towards anything. 
you just have right now. So this is a really, really good thing to do. And how this is going to help you manifest more is because you're not going to be resistant to the things coming into your life. There are some manifestations that we grip onto. You guys know what I'm talking about. The ones you're really attached to, the ones you feel desperate for, the money you have to have to pay the bills, you know, the love of your life that you feel like you can't live without. And they just broke up with you and you must manifest a text from them. All the things we're clinging on to so strongly, we're so actually resistant to receiving them because there's so much pressure. But when we just breathe and we just stop the thoughts and we just exist in this moment, there's no resistance. There's just space and abundance and that's all that you actually need to receive your manifestations. Like that is the vibration that you want to receive on. Now my second tip or second consciousness hack plays really well off of the first one. And the second tip I have for you is the second you get your inspiration, just go do the damn thing. Stop thinking so much about everything. If you are waking up first thing in the morning and you're, you like do your gratitude, you do your journaling or whatever your morning practice is, and you ask yourself the core key question I tell you guys to ask all the time, what would you have me do today? And if the guidance you get is, do a workout, wear this type of outfit, send this text, ask this person this thing, and you have your like little list from your spirit guide team, okay? The first thing you need to do is just go do those things. We hold ourselves so we hold ourselves back so far because we think about things and we talk ourselves out of it and we make stories about it. But if you just had four objective things, let's say these are your four things your spirit guide team told you. Workout wear a dress today, text your friend, and email your boss. If those were the four things that your guides told you to do that day to get you closer to your goals, you're gonna get up from that journal session, you're gonna go do a workout, you're gonna go get ready, and you're gonna wear a fucking dress that day, you're gonna text your friend, and then you're gonna get on your computer and you're gonna email your boss. See how quick and how simple that is? The reason why things take us so fucking long to get done is because we keep thinking about them. We're like, oh, but like, oh, do I want to work out now or do I want to work out later? I'm like, okay, well, if I get dressed now and I do this one thing, then like I can't really work out later. Or, oh my gosh, well, like, should I email my boss at this time or that time? And oh, what if my, is my friend awake? Should I call my friend? Should I FaceTime them? It's like, shut up. You know what I mean? Like we get so in our head about all the details and we would save ourselves so much time and energy if we just got off of our asses and just went and did the damn thing. And I was thinking about this today actually because I got some really clear downloads for what I was meant to do today. And then I knew on the things on my work list that I meant to, was meant to do today. So I followed the things that I was intuitively guided to do. And it was like, send out an email. So I did that. One of mine today was wear a dress. The other one was movement. So I went on a walk today. Like I got those and they were some of the very first things that I did. And then I looked at my calendar for um, my work calendar and I'm like, okay, well I have the pre-work to set up for our course that I'm launching. And so then I got on my computer and I did that. And then I was like, okay, well I need to do a, a, uh, a podcast episode. So I'm like, all right, we're going to get up. We're going to have a snack. We're going to write the notes and then we're going to sit down and fucking record. When you don't give yourself space to compromise, you don't, you just get things done. And let me tell you, when I crush a to-do list, I feel so good. When I get to leave a work day knowing that I did every single thing on my list, plus the things that my guides told me, 
plus the things that I felt intuitively guided to and had some free time, I feel really fucking good. And the only days that I get all of that done are the days that I'm not fighting, battling, or questioning myself about all the things. The days that all of that doesn't get done is when I'm compromising myself. When I say, okay, well, I don't really feel like doing like the, doing this right now. Or I let my energy go to something else and I let something bother me and make me sad. And then like, oh, I don't want to do things because I'm sad. And, you know, when we just get so wrapped up and we lower our standards is really what it is. So when we just get inspiration, you see your to-do list for the day, you have your list from your guides, you know what you're intuitively guided to do. Just go do them without thinking, without convincing yourself, without arguing with yourself. Go and do. And I'm the type of person who I purely want to exist in the being paradigm. So it's like you are going to be the person and then you're going to go do the things. So when I'm telling you guys get inspired and then go do them, I'm not saying that from a masculine sense of like do, do, do all day long. It's you're getting inspiration from your guides, from your angels, from your intuition. And you're going to get that inspiration after you've done your morning routine, after you've done your meditation, after you've done your journaling, after you've gotten into your flow. Okay. That's the being paradigm. Get into your flow, be the person that you want to be. And then you take action from that place. Okay. And how this is a consciousness hack is you're going to have so much more energy. That's the plus side of this. When you stop thinking and questioning yourself, you have a lot of energy because you're just doing things. You feel really good because you did your ritual. You're taking action from a feel good place. It's just going to give you more energy and it's kind of an addictive feeling. You get addicted to this. I am that fucking bitch who embodies this energy, who is this person. She says her affirmations. She gets her shit done. She looks good while doing it. And then she makes herself a super amazing dinner and she sits in her hot tub and her life's fucking great. Like that is an addictive energy and it's a good one. It's a healthy one. Okay. So that's tip number two, get inspo and then go do stop thinking. Now our consciousness hack number three is going to play off of episode 91 of the podcast where I broke down the spiritual dimensions one through 12 and how they fit in with consciousness, how I'm always expanding my consciousness through the spiritual dimension. So if I talk about this one and you're like, Michaela, I have no fucking clue what dimension I'm in. Go back to episode 91 and listen to that. And this one will make a lot more sense. So tip number three is when you are in moments of feeling blocked, okay, you feel like, okay, I'm doing exactly what you said. I'm stopping the stories in my head. I'm feeling really good. I'm taking the action. I'm doing the things, but something still feels kind of off. I, maybe you don't feel like you have the full motivation. Maybe you feel like you're half-assing things. Something just feels off. I want you to identify the off feeling in terms of what dimension that you're in. Okay. Let me explain this. Don't lose me here. <laughs> there are 12 spiritual dimensions and we are consciously ascending through all of them. Hopefully, <laughs> if you listen to this podcast, I'm sure that you are. You're always elevating your consciousness and you're always moving your way through the dimensions, whether or not you know it. So we live in the third dimension, like on earth. It's a like a 3D world. And the fourth dimension is where you are finally awoken. You're conscious of your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. That's where you start to have something that was, that's outside of yourself, something that's not tangible. The fifth level of consciousness, the fifth dimension that most people are talking about online right now is when you start to intentionally question things. It's when you start to change your life because you're now asking yourself, 
Is this a loving decision or is this a lack-based decision? So that's where things can start to change. But I want you to think about your blocks in terms of where you're at and what dimension you're playing in. Because if you feel like you're doing all the right things, you're in the right energy, you're embodying the next level self, but you're still not moving or getting anywhere and you still really feel blocked, it can do with the fact that you're not aligning with the spiritual dimension that you're in. Now, let me give you guys a really grounded example of this. Uh, maybe like a month ago, right before I was reinventing myself, essentially, I had gotten my house and I was like, okay, well, we're just going to enjoy the house and then we'll manifest like our next thing. Then we'll start to play up some next level goal. I just wanted to exist and be present and be grateful. And when I finally felt the moment that I was ready to ramp it up again and call in another manifestation and make something and create something else in my life, I wrote down a bunch of Goals, you know, things that normally would have really like lit me up. Like, okay, I want to have this, like, uh, I want to have a, a business month where I make X amount of money and like, oh, I want to buy my Range Rover and like, I want to do this and I want to, you know, get a boat for an afternoon and go to an island with my boyfriend. And I was like planning out these experiences and things and feelings that I wanted to manifest. And they were all great things, normal things that would have excited me. And I just kind of wrote them down and I got excited about them and left them there. But the following days, I just did not feel excited about them. I didn't feel like I could really get into that visualization and be excited about it. I didn't feel like they were fully aligned and I couldn't understand why. I was like, okay, I gave myself time to just be present and appreciate this manifestation. Like I'm ready to create more universe. Hello, like let's do this. <laughs> Clock's ticking. <laughs> and I was like, I got, I got you know, excited about them at first and I wrote them all down. What's going on? And I took a step back and I realized that the spiritual dimension I'm playing in right now is the seventh dimension. And in the seventh dimension is where collective consciousness lies, where collective consciousness is exponentially more important, essentially because this is the first level where you are plugging into an energy larger than yourself. The sixth dimension, you're really opening up yourself and maxing out your energy and your intuition and you become your own oracle. But in the seventh, you're plugging into the collective. And when you're plugging into the collective, everything is about everyone. And I had made these goals where it was all about me. It was like money that I would have and like experiences I wanted to have and things that I wanted to buy. And all of that is fine and dandy and those still excite me and light me up, but there was nothing in there that connected to the seventh, you know, dimension of, of um, the seventh spiritual dimension. There was nothing of like, I could donate this amount of money, or I could do this for the collective, or I have a goal to have this many people in a program and to change this many lives. There was nothing that had to do with a group of people or the collective. And so I started to feel really disconnected. Now is this making sense? So say you're playing in the fourth dimension where your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions are heightened and that's where you're supposed to expand, but you're making all of your goals based off of the things that you want. So maybe it's an apartment, maybe it's a car, maybe it's a handbag. That's all fine and we love cars and we love apartments and we love handbags, but you also want to tie in some goals that have to do with your dimension. So maybe if you're in the fourth dimension, one of your goals or manifestations is going to be to feel free every day, to feel expansive, to feel excited, to feel mindful, to feel like you are a conscious being. Or if you're in the fifth, maybe one of your goals, because in the fifth dimension, it's all about love versus lack. Your goal is to feel loving every single day, to make 
to continually make loving decisions and to love on others more. Do you guys see that connection? I want you to tie in something with the spiritual dimension you're playing in with your goals. And how this ends up manifesting into your consciousness is, first of all, you're expanding your consciousness through these spiritual dimensions. So you continue to grow through this. When you get super intentional about tying in the dimension with your goals, everything's going to change. And when you're intentional, you're super conscious and you're seeing what's going on and you're looking at your own expansion. You're looking at things that you can do differently to be differently, to exist differently, and that's going to change your life. After I realized that my goals weren't aligned with the seventh dimension, I could easily and instantly change them. And I was like, oh, well, now I'm excited about that. But not only am I excited about the stuff in the collective and what I'm going to do for the world and what I'm going to do for people, but now I am also excited about the feelings that I'm manifesting and the things I'm manifesting at the same time. You have to bring all of it with you. You just have to feel connected to it. Okay? I hope that makes sense. <laughs> my fourth hack, my fourth consciousness hack for you today is to create more silence. To be super intentional about having silence and space in your life. This is going to make a huge difference because we have to have energetic space for our desires, for the things that we're manifesting. We need to have that energy either within us, around us, like in our support group, in the collective. We have to have that energy somewhere to call in the manifestations because the universe is never going to give you something you can't handle. And if you are energetically maxed out, you won't be receiving your manifestations. So what does silence have to do with this? When you are silent, all that exists is a massive amount of space. When I am just completely silent, there is space. I can see it, you know, in my living room. I can see the space between the chair I'm sitting at and the chair across from me. I can feel the space in my lungs. Like if you go outside and you look at the sky, you can see the space between you and literally the whole universe in the sky past you. There is space in everything. And when you are just silent, you get to notice that more. You get to be present with more of that. Think about it, all that space. There's so much room for expansion. There's so much room for more energy, you know, to manifest more, to be more, to embody more, to go bigger. And when we create that silence, we go inward, we expand our own personal space, and then we have that creation energy flowing us. So what is the creation energy? I wanted to talk about this. I have been really obsessed lately with this trio. It's like a trio method that I've been talking about and it's decide, create, and experience. Now the decision piece is so important in the quantum realm and we've talked about that before and I'm going to talk about it more in my quantum course. So if you guys want in on a course on quantum manifesting, shoot me a message on Instagram, but decide is just making your decision. It's deciding what you want to manifest. It's deciding who you're going to be. It's deciding to expand your consciousness. It's deciding to be a conscious human. Everything starts with a decision. And then you create because we are co-creators literally on this earth. We are these spiritual beings here to co-create and experience with the universe. And when you have more silence, first of all, you're creating more silence and then you're creating the space and then you're going to create manifestations in all of that. Remember that we talked about in the moments of silence, when you just tell yourself, halt, all there is, is abundance. 
And that is where you want to create. You want to create feeling like an abundant being, feeling like nothing is off limits, that anything is possible. So the more silence, the more space you allow in for creation, and also the more space you allow in for your own intuition to come through. And your intuition is what's going to guide you towards everything you want. It's going to be your guides communicating to you what it is that you need to be doing to get to your desires. It's going to be your intuition to move in a certain way and do certain things, go places, be certain types of yourself. That made no sense. To be, <laughs> to embody the next level energy, basically. That's going to come in when you are doing like silent meditations or when you go on a walk without music or when you just stare at the sky or you put your hands on a tree. Those silent moments is allowing you to create. Create within yourself, create energy, create space, create a clear channel for your intuition to come through. And the creation vibe is our whole existence. You've started, you are a creation of your parents. We're a creation of the universe. Everything is like a table is a creation of somebody who built the table. And your dinner is a creation of a chef or yourself. Every single thing is a creation. So the more that we can exist in that space, the more that we're going to create. And that's the whole fucking point of existing, right? And I personally experienced this one just this past week because my boyfriend and I went on this hike and our normal hike was closed because things are closing in LA again. So we had to kind of go in the suburbs and go to a different hike. And it was so empty. There was basically nobody else hiking. We maybe saw like a total of four people. And there was a huge, like we were walking through these mountains. There was like a huge valley below us. And you could just see a ton of the city. And there was so much sky. There were no clouds. All there was was so much space. And it was so quiet. For me, I love those moments of silence because I am talking to myself in my head all fucking day. <laughs> so when I can be out in nature, I'm just trying to think about absolutely nothing. I'm just existing and looking at things. And there's just silence all around you. There's space all around you. And all of that made me think of like how much is around us that we're not even noticing or experiencing and how much of ourselves we're not experiencing because we're chattering to ourselves all day, which is why tip number one is so important to just say halt, and just experience rather than trying to explain and dictate and talk to yourself. And so anyways, we were going on this hike and it was just silent and beautiful and amazing. And I was like, wow, I just really feel called to curate more of these moments of silence whether it's me laying in my backyard and just breathing or doing a silent meditation or going on more walks and not talking or going on hikes and just existing in a silent space. Because there is also a moment of non-resistance. And there, are, that's when your intuition can shine through like I was talking about before. And it's just you experiencing yourself in a more conscious way without talking to yourself all of the time, without distracting yourself from a reality. Because all that is reality is just happening in silence that we are missing so much of. And my fifth consciousness hack for you, aka the fifth way that you can start to become really, really present in your life is elemental grounding. Now this is something I came up with about a month ago and it's definitely more on the witchy side of things. I know witches and in Wiccan, they focus on um, like the wheel of the year and all of the elements. And that's something that I've been around with um, doing all of my manifestation studies and kind of going really far into the woo and learning about, I know how powerful all of the elements can be. And anyways, one day 
I kind of got this idea of like, what if I started elemental grounding, like really grounding myself in all four of the elements. So that would be air, water, earth, and fire. So what I do in this elemental grounding is I find one way to get grounded in myself and into the earth with each of the elements. So this is something I do before like a master class or before I teach something or get on a call or before I record a podcast episode is, you know, one of these things I'm about to tell you. So with air, I like to take a deep, deep breath or I go outside and I just stand in the wind. I find that LA is really windy, not really windy, but pretty windy most of the time. So I can almost always go in my backyard and just breathe and feel the breeze on myself. I'm getting that that air in my lungs and the air on my skin at the same time. And I just take a moment to like soak that in. And then I tie in water by either having a really great glass of water and just setting an intention with it, or I like to walk in my pool. So I have like a couple of steps in my pool, obviously to get in like the shallow end. And so I'll get on the first step and I'll just kind of walk back and forth with my feet in the water and just, like I said, be super present in this. So if maybe if you don't have a pool, you can do this and just like pour um, water on your feet in a bathtub or in a shower. Um, even taking a shower is a good way to ground with water. Anyways, hand, uh, washing your hands, drinking water, anything that has to do with water will be a great way to ground there. And then for earth, this is like an OG one. You guys already know. I love to put my feet in the grass and I love to put my hands on a tree. Like I always have a grounding tree. You guys know, especially if you follow me on Instagram, I post grounding trees all the time. And I put my two hands on the tree and I just put all of my negative or weird funky energy into the tree. And I just feel my feet grounded into the earth and I take a moment to appreciate that. And then for fire, I will light a candle. That's a super easy one you can do. Or I'll light a sage bundle or I'll light Palo Santo and kind of clear my space and see the flame and admire its beauty and how it's like four different colors and one fucking flame. But the point of all of this is that you just get grounded back into the present and into the nature and into the earth because the earth and all of these elements, the air, the water, earth, fire, all of this, it all has its own frequency and vibration. And you think about it, remember creation, we want to be in the creation vibe and we want to create in the vibe of abundance to create more abundance uh, for ourselves. And there is an abundance of air around us. We have an abundance of water in most countries. We have abundance of earth. There's so much earth space and we have an abundance of fire. Like in any lighter and a match, there's so much, there's fire that you can create all the time. If you have a stove, you can create a fire there. Um, and just be super intentional as you're doing each one of these to connect to them. And there's such an abundance of all of them. That's why we connect to them. So we can tap into that abundance, come back to the present moment, like we've been talking about this whole episode, and feel really, really grounded into ourselves and who we are and us as spiritual beings, basically. And I think I'm kind of obsessed with these consciousness hacks right now because I'm really focusing my own energy inside of the quantum realm right now. I'm about to teach a course, Quantum Increase and Expansion, which is a four-week course on quantum manifesting, physics, mechanics, um, and just the science and the woo sides of energy and how to sustain your energy and expand through it and, you know, all things, whatever. Um, if that's something you're interested in, you can just message me on Instagram. But I'm focusing on the quantum so much right now. And the thing is, is we need to have our eyes on the quantum prize. When you're in the quantum realm, everything exists there. You being a millionaire, trillionaire, quadruplier, 
<laughs> it all exists there, but also you being like starving and homeless, that also exists there. Like all possibilities exist. And so when we are in the quantum, it's really important that we focus on the exact outcome that we get and we put up our blinders, that we only focus on that outcome that we desire and we don't entertain anything else. That's why T's tip to say halt is such a great idea because anytime you look side to side and there's maybe on one side of you, there's the possibility of you being homeless and on the other side of you is the possibility of being broke. It's like, stop, stop looking at those. Breathe, halt, look forward, look at the prize, eyes on the quantum prize. And the same thing with all these, like we'll just go through all of them and talk about this. Like you get inspo and you go do. Like you get into your vibes, you get into your quantum existence and then you get the downloads and you just go take action. You just run forward, blinders up towards your manifestations and identifying your blocks and clearing them, getting realigned with where you are spiritually. That's only gonna help you quantum leap further because it's aligning your energy with your desires. Same thing with creating space and silence because in those moments you feel the most expansive, you feel the most abundant, and that's when you can also quantum leap. And then the grounding brings you back into yourself, back into your you know, inner being, who's your next level self, who's your higher self, who's the most expansive version of you, and it's connected to everything. So there is no separation between you and your manifestation because you are connected to it, and then you can quantum leap there as well. So all of this quantum work I've been doing has brought me back to consciousness time and time again, and it's all come back to being super present. So that's why I say eyes on the quantum prize. That's why I tie that in with the consciousness hacks is because when you're in the quantum, it all exists. And it's really important that you just focus on your outcome and your expansiveness and your energy, and you don't let things or people or scenarios, circumstances distract you, move you, or mess with your vibration. And that's a practice. It's something that you have to learn to do, but it's a practice just like all of these hacks, you know? These are things that you're going to have to put into, you're gonna have to put the work in to get the results. It's something you have to actively be doing. And it's not even a thing that you're doing. It's not a hard work. It's not hard to tell yourself to stop when you're spiraling, you know? It's just something that you need to um, flex the muscle on and get used to. Okay. So let's go through these five hacks one more time. The first hack is to tell yourself halt or stop or breathe when you're spiraling and having crazy person thoughts. The second one is get your inspo, get into your vibes, and then just go do the damn thing. Stop overthinking and thinking about every single thing. The third hack is to identify where are you feeling blocked in terms of the spiritual dimension that you are ascending through right now? Align your goals, align your actions with your spiritual dimension, and that's going to be the fastest way to quantum leap, to raise your consciousness, and to ascend through the next dimension. Tip slash hack number four is to create more silence intentionally so you can really feel into the spaciousness of earth and really feel into the abundance of earth and just getting present to what are we experiencing right now on this earth? And hack number five is elemental grounding. Find a way to tie in air, water, earth, and fire into your grounding practice every single day to remind you that you are connected to everything, that there's actually no separation. Get grounded into all of it. Remember that you are connected with your manifestations and you're connected to everyone and everything. So the more aware you are of that, the more you're gonna expand your consciousness and inch yourself closer to your manifestation, okay? All right. Amazing. These are all things I've been working on and really, really loving. I feel like I've been more conscious and kind of consciously raising my standards in life 
through all of these so, so much. And I'm really excited for you guys to practice these. If you guys are doing your elemental grounding or your silent meditations or any of these, feel free to take a little pick, tag me on an Instagram story. I would love to see you guys putting these into action and let me know your thoughts and that you're tuning into the episode. So I'll talk to you guys next week. I love you and have a magical weekend. Thanks for diving in and getting your daily dose of personal development with the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. If you loved this episode, leave a rate and review on iTunes. For notes, details, and more information, check out MichaelaJ.com. See you next week.